out the corner of my eyes, I saw this creature, which was uh, over six foot tall, with feathers. It, it just looked like a giant bird, but yet a man. Hey everyone, this is Mothboy Matt. This is Jake. <laughs> this is Mothboy. Jake, you wait. Jake's gonna come in like that. Come on. He's so sad. I know he's a sad boy. You're a sad, sad boy. Give it a little umph, okay? This, this is, is Mothboy. <laughs> this <laughs> Mothboy Jake. This is this yeah. This is Moth Voice, a podcast on I didn't, get to, I, did, I didn't get to introduce myself. <laughs> Moth Mike, 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 what's your name? This is Moth Boy Mike. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Moth Voice, a podcast on cryptids, conspiracies, and the unknown. Uh, nice. What's up, boys? That was good. Hey, not not much. Just uh, just chilling, chilling in Pittsburgh. What 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 about you guys? Um, not much, man. Uh, just had ate pizza. Oh, sick! It was crab rangoon pizza. You guys, cool. into, are you guys into crab rangoon at all? That's sick motherfucker. <laughs> that is sick. You're right, Jake. I ate it's a, fucking sick. I ate a crab rangoon pizza. So that's that's my life. Oh, sick! Since when yeah. a little Caesars make crab ragoon pizza? <laughs> so, well, I, I had I, to I ask actually, for it special. I actually just got eating, uh, like done eating. Uh, my friend uh, uh, Elena, she sent, she bought me dinner for my for my birthday, and literally sent like two heaping bags of Lin's Asian Fusion. I was fucking, dude. There's so much food. There's still so much food. I that's gonna be like a week's worth of food for me. That's um, nice. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good, Jake. What are you eating? Well, you know, uh, nothing. Oh, okay. I'm trying that's to better sad. myself. So you're not eating at all? <laughs> I'm on a fast. <laughs> Jake, what's going on with you? Tell us what's going on. Well, okay. So other than I, the fast, I have a really big announcement to make. Okay, let's let's lay um, it on us. This might upset you guys. It might upset. You know our listeners, yeah. But at Jake's this quitting Mothboy. No, that be people would love that. <laughs> <laughs> the numbers would be huge through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, sorry, you can't get rid of me that easily. <laughs> Damn. Old, age, old age will in a couple weeks. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, you know, I just hmm. hate being pigeonholed. Right. Hate being typecasted. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so from now on, from this moment forward, I am no longer making any references to Little Debbie's, Hostess, what? or any snack cakes. <gasps> wow. No more snack cakes. No more snack cake related jokes on the podcast. Wow. So we're not allowed to do them either? You can, but. Uh, we don't want to trigger Jake, yeah, though. Like, I just hate being pigeonholed as the snack cake guy. That's all I'm known for. I'm more than that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm yeah. a, I'm a buffalo wing guy. You're, <laughs> hey, you're a real listen, person. Listen, we don't, we don't want you to feel like you're kind of stuck 
in in one character. Um, yeah, like I, I th- see. It's you're more than just the little Debbie cake. It was we, a real passion it. for me, but I feel oh, I like know. now I'm just known as that fat kid who likes little Debbies who does the podcast. <laughs> I need to be more than that. <laughs> so what, I well, am, well, Jake. What do you What do you want to be, buddy? You tell us. I haven't decided yet. Okay. Um, but I will do in honor um of my prior commitments. I will do one more little Debbie's toast tonight okay. at the end of the episode for those reviews. Well, are we still going to do something special for the people when they leave reviews or yeah, what are we doing? Okay. We'll still do something special. Okay. See Jake, Jake, everyone sees Jake as a Polly Shore, but he's actually a Daniel Day-Lewis. Right. Yes. Bringing it back. Yeah. I was going to go like Sean Astin cuz they were in uh Encino Man together. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So that's that's it, fans. You heard it, Moth fans. I'm sorry. You know, if you're upset, let me know. But um, I'm not gonna change who I am. I'm sick of being the, the Joker. I'm sick of being the clown, <laughs> the snack cake clown. I'm the, so you're, much you're more. You're the now. clown. The clown with the, the single tear. <laughs> I am right now. You're the. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what people call you? The clown with the. They call me worse. They call me either Moth Boy Jake, or they yeah. call me Snack Cake Jake. <laughs> Or they're just like, call me fat kid who likes little Debbies. By the way, the the Fox and the Crow, they started that petition to to get you to change your name. That's pretty genius, though. To Snack Cake Jake. That was the final (laughs) nail in the coffin. I think there's there's almost close to the the petition being signed, actually. So if it happens. So legally, legally, you have to do it if this petition is fulfilled. Wow. We'll see if that happens. My brother's a lawyer, so... uh. (laughs) Oh yeah. So 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 sorry. Uh sorry fans. That's not happening anymore. Yeah. That's, we're uh, we're just no more little Debbies. I know probably most people are excited. So like they beat that one to death. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But it's done. I, I I think it was a it was a fun little little thing to do. I don't know. Yeah. But you know it, good run. it burned me out of my passion of of little Debbies. So Okay. Okay. And once that once once your passion is gone for something, why bother doing it still? If that passion's I, I gone should, for I, little I Debbie, should, I should have quit this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the ago. exact same like thing. Like twenty episodes ago, I should have quit. <laughs> so yeah, uh, um, thanks for asking. Uh, what's going on uh, with uh, your guys' no, life? J- but Jake, I, uh, I, there's more I want to ask you about that. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. I, I, <laughs> I know it's hard to talk about. It's, but it's difficult. Yeah. A lot of people, you know, that's what they know you for. And, it, I don't know. I feel like it's a big part of the show, and now you're I don't want to become like... a I don't want to become a Kramer. Okay. Okay. Yeah, an old racist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mike Mike's already the racist for the podcast. We only need Mike one. Mike is. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. Well, that's over with. Okay, guys. I'm. Uh, that's it. That's all. I'll bring I'm up. Sorry, Done. fans. I'm sorry. Okay. The yeah eras eras come and go and uh, empires fall. Yeah. You know. That's true. Yeah, I guess. I don't know what that means. But. So, today we're going to be covering something super cool. What's that? You guys, we are going to be covering the Chestnut Ridge. Uh, it's easily one of my favorite places ever. Okay. Um, guys, I, have to, I hate to say it. but What, Jake? The word nut triggers me because it makes me think of those awful nut little Debbies. Okay, so what if, what if we say... It's uh, a chest beep. Just be. I'll just, just be. I'll just take my headphones out when you're about to say it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the Chestnut Ridge is the westernmost ridge of the Allegheny Mountains in Pennsylvania. 
It is located primarily within the Laurel Highlands region of southwestern Pennsylvania, extending into northern West Virginia. So we're thinking, what, like five to ten miles long? Is that how big the Chestnut Ridge is somewhere? Yeah, you could. Yeah, probably. I, I actually think I actually think it's like it's like seventy two miles total, <laughs> something like that. Okay. So yeah, five to ten miles. Okay, got it. So five to ten miles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. five to seventy five. Yeah, it's <laughs> anywhere in, in that in that within, vicinity. Within the margin of error. <laughs> so the Chestnut Ridge, I personally would consider a window area, which I am totally fascinated by. Matt, that, hey Matt, uh, Matt, Matt, I'm raising thing. my hand. Matt, Matt, yeah, what's up? Yes, please, yes, you're called on. Teacher Matt, explain what a window area is. Okay, so um, it was a term coined by John Keel, author of the Mothman Prophecies. So a window area is a place where our reality or dimension and another is thinnest. So things may cross that thin barrier into our reality. Sweet. So all this all this all this strange stuff that happens in those window areas is because things are coming onto our plane of existence. And a lot of people think that uh, missing people have wandered into their reality. Hey. Like, they crossed the barrier. Hey, Jake. Yeah? You ever wish you could cross over into another barrier? Break on through, <laughs> break on through the other side, baby. <laughs> Do you ever just wish you could just go to a, and live a different life somewhere else in another different... <laughs> no, because, like, I'm scared of, like, a little spider on my floor. If I go to, like, a parallel universe and she's, like, Mothman and Bigfoot, <laughs> yeah. Jesus, No. Now, if like the parallel universe was just like my bedroom with a good air conditioner unit, hell yeah, hell yeah. So the Chestnut Ridge is filled with um, strange occurrences, not just UFO, Bigfoot, or you know your typical, your average Thunderbirds, but much your more average Thunderbirds. Yeah, just just your normal ass. Thunderbird. You know. Well, the thing is, is also like Thunderbirds, man. They're just big fucking birds. Right, like, you know what I mean? There's like me. I'm a. <laughs> you're like a big fucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> the song uh, Nelly Furtado, "I'm Like a Bird," is yeah. about Mike being a yeah. Thunderbird. It's about Mr. Yeah. Mr. Mike being a. Th- I mean, Mothboy Mike. <laughs> Mr. Mike, um, but it is filled with much more unexplainable uh, events. Okay, so UFOs, Thunderbirds, and Bigfoot are not unexplainable enough. There's more no. to it, buddy. No. No, there's there's very very strange things that happen upon the ridge, okay, um, and it and it happens with a pretty consistent frequency. So, I want to say right off the bat, much of the material used for this episode comes from Silent Invasion, written by Stan Gordon, and StanGordon.info, and a couple of the the cases I'm going to mention were actually interviews from Mothboy Matt. You know who? You know my boy. You know who my boy is, you guys? Yeah. Stan Gordon. He is. This is Mike's favorite. Mike's obsessed with this man. My man, yeah. cr- my man crush Monday. He has a yeah. framed picture of him over his bed. I always uh, like to bring it up. I it, framed it for Mikey. Yeah. <laughs> it says it says something like, look up at the stars or something like that. Yeah. It's pretty sick. Yeah. It, so, like, Stan Sell Gordon. Sell it on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> I should. 12 for a penny. <laughs> <laughs> So, so, um, as if if anyone doesn't know, 
Stan Gordon is a prominent paranormal investigator and educator in the air in that area. He's actually one of he's to be honest, I think he he's probably one of the most important uh like paranormal investigators top five. to date. Top five? Easy. Top two. Easy top five. Top two probably. Top three. Mm. Um we'll see. Okay. But if you want us to has, rank that, uh, you know, let us know and we'll, we'll rank them for you. Yeah, who's your favorite paranormal paranormal investigator? We want to know. We want to know. Uh, so he's actually been investigating since the 60s. He's been recording strange occurrences on the ridge and in that area since the 60s. Um, this guy a vampire? The 1860s was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He is a vampire. We've Wait, hung out 1760s? with him before. 1760s? Is he a double <laughs> vampire? <laughs> Is he from Transylvania or Pennsylvania? Dude, you straight <laughs> You guys are straight up dumb, you know that? <laughs> um so <laughs> I think I think this episode I'm going to be talking about um some least known uh cases. Lesser known. Um, lesser known. The obscure stuff that other podcasts don't dare touch. Yeah, I won't be I won't be touching the like Ohio pile incident, or I won't be touching the Kecksburg UFO crash. Um, they don't touch or laugh at. They don't dare. <laughs> um. So let's just get into it, uh, because there's a fucking lot. Um, we're gonna be here all night, folks. We're gonna be here all night. World's longest Moth Boys episode is about to happen. Yeah, this is it. So the first sighting I want to cover occurred in Washington County, Pennsylvania on May 7th, 2012. And I do want to I do want to say again, all of this comes from Stan Gordon's website and Silent Invasion. Um That's so a he, bad that's a he, badass book. He's the expert. Yeah. He's he's the fucking expert in that area and if you don't know him, fucking get familiar with him. He's the bomb. So the witness was in the living room of his home while his wife was asleep in the bedroom. At the time of the sighting, the <laughs> night... So, so at the time... Yeah, 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 that's what I was thinking. They were touching tips or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> touching, touching stuff. Rubbing stuff, licking stuff. <laughs> Post stamps. <laughs> <laughs> you, made that, you made that really... Uh, you made that G-rated real quick. Yeah, yeah. They were licking post stamps. <laughs> <laughs> so the night was overcast and although it was not raining there were thunderstorms on the horizon producing lightning that occasionally lit the sky thunderstorms and thunderbirds the witness was sitting on the couch watching television when the room was suddenly illuminated by brilliant white light streaming in from the window god god is that you so, rising from the couch and moving to the window, which looks out over the rear parking area, the witness found the source <laughs> of the light. <laughs> you said parking. <laughs> so, he found the source of the light to be an unknown aircraft hovering low atop an electrical Whoa. pole. The aircraft resembled a football with two perpendicular light arrays in the middle. Okay. The witness estimated each light array measured approximately 30 feet. 30. So 30 yeah. to 30 to 20, uh, 40, 75. No, just 30 feet, Mike. You can't do this on this one. Okay. Okay. I thought that was hot, math. Hot, hot hike. 
How many fucking shacks is that? That's that's what over. That's over three shacks. That's about four four shacks. Yeah, four shacks. Damn. But we're talking Each- about football, so that's about six Joe Montanas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know that name. I don't I'm not know fluent football. in football uh, measurements. Yeah, just you Shaq. fucking nerds. Just Shaq measurements. Uh, just Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> so. Each array supported seven round lights, which reminded the witness of baseball stadium lights. A square-lined grill covered each of the lights. Three darker bands encircled the craft. The witness noticed the object appeared to be of seamless fabrication. Although Although shocked by what he was seeing, the witness was determined to capture a picture of the object and went back to the couch where he had earlier been playing with his PlayStation Vita. She was pulling the patch. What a specific detail. Yeah, he was playing his PlayStation Vita. Remember that thing? <laughs> which which contained a camera. Back at the window, the witness raised the Vita to target the object. So he was trying to take a picture with his PlayStation. <laughs> so he took the Vita, uh, tried to take a picture of it. It veered swiftly to the left and out of sight. So it didn't, it, didn't want its pi- it didn't want its picture taken then. Yeah. Almost as if it knew I was going to take the picture, the, the witness said. Um, so it had, it, 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 I think it understood that it was being watched and being filmed. In the Mothman prophecies, John Keel did have like a theory that like stuff in window areas can sort of mess with your yeah. equipment or know that it's aware that you're taking photos of it or something. Yeah. So 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 there's there's almost like a psychic element to it as well. Then um, barefoot, the witness darted from his home and down the steps to the front door in the direction the UFO moved. Still hoping to get a picture at the door, he was rewarded with a view of the craft moving rapidly to the south. He raised the Vita and shot video of the departing object. The witness also stated that he had the distinct feeling that the craft was occupied and that the occupants were aware of his presence. That's creepy. I would have yeah. been I would have ran outside and I would have been yelling at it saying, "Take me with you, please." Well, he was having such a hard time taking a picture of it cuz he had he had bottles of Mountain Dew. He was just kind of slipping on like a banana peel right. in a in a in a cartoon. Well, this guy's from Pennsylvania, not West Virginia. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I Yeah, I what's the what's assumed. the what's the drink up in Pennsylvania? Icy light. Yeah, icy light, true, yeah. yeah. Slipping, <laughs> slipping on cans of icy light. Yeah. So when the witness was asked if he noted any physical effects following the sighting, he stated that for two days afterwards, he experienced weird periods of confusion and forgetfulness during conversations or other activities. Too much icy, had, too much icy light. Yeah, I was going to say. It's a, everyone's <laughs> just drinking too much icy light there. Paranormal activity or icy light? The world may <laughs> never know. Uh, he attributed it to post-excitement, adding he's never experienced anything like it before. The witness also reported that he didn't sleep well that night, expecting them to come back for him. Ooh. That's fair. The, I wouldn't sleep well either. Um. Uh-uh. No, fuck, fuck no. The, the witness also reported a strange creature sighting during the daylight portion of the day of the UFO encounter. Daylight sightings? Yeah, so he saw a alien-like creature during the daytime of 
uh, the UFO encounter. He huh. speculated they, which are the, the UFO occupants, left something. I think that's why they were here. The witness then led this reporter to a rubble pile of concrete fragments adjacent to the area where the UFO hovered, and he recounted finding, finding a large slug-like creature slithering in the weeds. What? Ew. Yeah. What the what? Yeah. The thing was shiny black like a slug with no apparent eyes or appendages. Ugh. It measured three feet in length and seven to eight inches in thickness. Wow. As the witness watched the thing withering around the weeds, it slithered into a hole in the rubble pile. He reported checking the area periodically since the sighting, hoping to capture a picture of the thing. So that's that's the first the first case. <clears throat> um, so the, the aliens left a slug behind. Yeah, or a baby or something. Were the aliens or the a baby? Slug, it could have been a baby. Slug, an animal, or was yeah a baby? I like that. But you never yeah. know, you never know. We could be we kept we keep calling it a slug, but maybe that maybe that slug was somebody's wife. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we need to be more respectful. Yeah. I think. <laughs> so <laughs> next next uh we are we are going to 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 dive into um flying uh it could be just a single hu a flying humanoid or flying humanoids so we got creatures already we got ufos now we got flying humanoids Yep. No, it's just got it all, baby. Yeah, dude. The best, uh, it's the best of all worlds, you know? It, it really is. So this comes from uh, Gordon's website. Uh, on March 21st, 2011, Stan, I was con- StanGordon.edu. <laughs> dot gov. Dot gov. <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> on March 21st, 2011, I was contacted by a witness who reported having an encounter with a very strange creature during the early uh, uh, morning hours of March 18th, 2011. The incident occurred on a rural road in Butler County between Chicora and East Braddy. The witness, a businessman, oh, and we, we yeah. know that we can trust a businessman, sure right, can. from the Love, Loveland Frog, um, who was passing through the area, stated that this was the freakiest thing I ever saw. Freaky deaky. It's I'm I doubt that <laughs> businessmen are spooky. business <laughs> businessmen tend to be into some pretty freaky shit themselves. Um so he said it made the hair stand up on the back of his neck. The man told me me by me, he's talk he's you know, this is this is Stan Gordon, uh, that he was driving down the road when from about a quarter mile away, he observed something on the right side in a grassy area. His first thought was that it was a deer. The driver stepped on the gas to move closer to get a better view. From about 50 yards away, he observed something that appeared to be hunched down and then stood up. The driver then observed a very tall, muscular creature. At this point, the driver had his high beams on and watched as the creature walked in front of a yellow reflective road sign. When he crossed the two-lane road in three long steps and continued into the wooded area, 
uh, what he saw was a humanoid figure that stood at least eight feet tall that appeared to have smooth leather skin. That J- was is it Jake. It was Jake. No, it was t- Jake. Tan mom. <laughs> uh, yeah the 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 skin was a a, a tan color. Uh, the creature never looked at the witness and was ob- observed from its side. The head appeared to be flat in the front section and then rounded out at the t- back of, of the skull. It was like one of those aerodynamic helmets. The what? top was, yeah, the top was not uh, quite a point, but looked like a, like a ridge on top of the head. The face was flat and the eyes were not clearly defined, but the man thought that they might have been pointed in the corner. The ear that was observed on the left side was long and flat and came up and back and was pointed backwards like a flap. The arms were muscular and a little longer than that of a human. The hands looked more like a claw, but the number of fingers was unclear. The witness stated that it was hard to explain, but the legs did not move like that of a human and looked like they bent backwards. The witness also saw... Uh, what appeared to be wings on its back, which were tucked into its body, with the wing tips extended toward the side of its head. No unusual sounds or smells were noticed during the observation, which was an estimated eight seconds. Eight, eight to twenty or thirty. Yeah, eight to, th- eight to thirty seconds. He's a businessman and not a carny, so he got right. all this information in eight <laughs> seconds. A carny would have been like hurt dirt wings. <laughs> Hurt, dirt, wings, backward legs. <laughs> Not even. <laughs> so say, The legs don't work right. <laughs> <laughs> As the motorist approached the location where the creature entered the woods, it could no longer be seen. The next day, the witness decided to drive back to the location of the encounter to look for an, like any evidence. The ground conditions were not suitable for tracks and nothing was found. The witness did, however, measure the road sign that the creature had walked in front of. The sign was just over eight feet high. So he nailed it. Yeah. And the head of the creature was estimated to have a reach of about four inches above the sign. It has been learned that other local residents from the same area also reported seeing a similar unknown creature. Dan Hagman. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Mr. Dan Dan Aykroyd, everybody. (laughs) He's everywhere. (laughs) So Dan, Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> Got a blow jibber from it. <laughs> Jake with the blowjob joke. That's usually, man, you getting, you getting feisty, my dude. I, I can't talk about the, the that that cannot be named, so I got to do something. That's Jake's true. feeling naughty. Jake's being a little naughty right now. Uh, so Dan Aykroyd, director of Boru, Butler Organization of Research on the Unexplained. What's his real name? Dan Aykroyd. Dan, it's Dan Aykroyd. Oh, the actual, the actor from... Yeah, the actual actor lives from in Butler County. Yeah. The actor from Home Alone. Okay. <laughs> Home Alone 2. <laughs> so he also received several reports from that same time period and general location. The following are some of the Boru summary reports on these incidents. So his name's Dan Boru. Dan Boru, no, Hagman <laughs> 
Boru Boru stands for Butler Organization of Research on the Unexplained. So wait, what's Bor- this guy's what's this guy's real Bor- name? Dan fucking Hageman. Okay, we got it now. So it's called Boru. Boru. Very Bor- nice. A- <laughs> My wife. <laughs> so. March 26, 2011, Keppel's corner two witnesses were driving to Butler when they witnessed a dark, tan, eight-foot-tall winged entity. The face appeared smashed in. It had a muscular body and a head that went to a point. The arms were long, and it appeared to have claws for fingers. When it crossed the road, it seemed to lope with each stride. The witnesses stopped the car in shock and sat there until another car came and they had to move. The witness is willing to take a lie detector test to prove what he saw. And March. they're going to do that on Moth Boys. And they're going to do it right on Moth Boys. We're going to put the pressure on him. You are not the father, father. of this Dan leather Aykroyd. daddy. <laughs> Dan Aykroyd, you are not the father of this winged leather daddy. <laughs> so, March 2011, East Brady... A witness was riding his motorcycle two miles past a custard stand and saw a large animal. <laughs> they, they called it a custard stand? Yeah. Okay. Well, I love it, custard. It was, <laughs> it was bent over as if looking for something. So it's bent down. Custard. It was looking yeah. for custard. Uh, as the witness got to within 75 feet of the creature, it stood up. It was at least eight to nine feet tall, and the arms hung down below its knees. The skin looked like leather, and it was very dark. Its eyes were swept up in the corners, and it had a pointed head. It was very muscular and looked like it had wings on the side of its head. It also appeared angry. The creature then bolted into the woods. The witness stated that, if anything, it was straight from hell, and it needed to go back. It just wanted fro. It just wanted froyo. It just wanted some froyo. And all they had was custard. <laughs> That's all it wanted. So the next case I want to talk about. So was there a name for that creature? No. So it was spotted. It was spotted those few times. Um, winged humanoids have been seen up on the ridge quite frequently. But there's not like a fun name for it. Yeah, but there's no fun name for it. I a think, lot of this stuff there isn't. I think we could call that one Pointy Head. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what you keep saying. Pointy, Pointy Man. Pointy Head the Froyo Demon. Yeah. <laughs> So the next case, March 2011. Is this a depends moment of the day? Nah, man. Not even close. Not even close. We still got four hours. Yeah. Yeah, we still have four hours. Reimersburg. Two Reimers. witnesses had just left the ice cream stand. Okay. Wait, so uh, okay, I'm noticing. Okay, a... I, I, I'm filling. Okay, okay. Continue, <laughs> continue. I'm noticing gonna, a pattern here. A trend. <laughs> yeah. All right, so they were headed for Reimersburg and noticed something crossing the road. They came to within about 35 feet of the creature. They stated that it was at least nine feet tall and had dark brown skin, long arms, and broad shoulders. It had a pointed head, flat forehead, and pointed ears. There appeared to be wings on its back. The body was extremely muscular, and there were four finger-like claws on each hand. The eyes were squinted, but swept upwards or at the corners. As the creature turned, the whole body would turn. 
The movement of the arms was not normal. The mouse looked like a slit. The wings looked like see-through mesh and resembled wings on a bat. The claws were black as coal. The witness stated that this thing looked like it was from hell. So hell, so hell again, hell again, hell again. There's two different witnesses that said that this thing looked like a demon that looked like it was from hell. Hmm. So I'm thinking it's like Jake. Looks like Jake. Yeah. 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 With that jacked body. Yeah. <laughs> a jacked ass demon. They all describe how hot the body of the creature is. Really? They really they, do. Yeah. It is. I am. It, it could have modeled. You know. That creature's body is a wonderland. <laughs> I got. I've got like a chub thing going on, just like listening to this. It's it's awakening some real deep dark things in me right now. Darkest uh, secrets. So, this incident occurred on March eighteenth, two thousand twelve, in the southern part of Fayette County, uh, in Pennsylvania. A man was walking his dog in a rural location at about eleven forty-five p.m. He was in the front yard and away from any lights when his attention was drawn to look upwards after hearing a whooshing sound coming from overhead. Flying above him at a, at a distance of about 55 feet was a large flying creature that looked like a dragon. What? Dragons are fake. Did you just say dragon? Jake, we had an episode on dragons and we proved that they existed. Yeah, Jake, 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 yeah. Jake didn't like that episode. No, he loved that episode because oh. of the Snallygaster. Um, as the flying creature passed over an automatic dust-to-dawn light, the witness was able to get a good look at the strange flying animal. The body was about 22 feet long with a wingspan of about 18 feet wide. Okay, those are pretty specific good numbers. Yeah. I trust him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I trust it. it. 22 for sure. Yeah. It looked to be shiny with almost a reflective body with no scales. The color was dark, possibly brown and red, similar to auburn brown. At the end tip of the wings, there appeared to be talon-like fingers, about three to four in number. The arms of the wing structure appeared muscular. The wings were quite thick, not like skin, there appeared to be a rear fin on both sides of its body, and the creature displayed at arrowhead-shaped uh, tail. The mm. witness also saw what appeared to be two extended rear legs. The creature had a cone shape around the head, and it stopped flat on the base of the neck. The oddest physical feature that the witness mentioned to, uh, to Stan was that the mouth and eyes were illuminated with a very ominous orange glow. That's freaking awesome. I, I, I don't know in my information. I have this in my, my notes, but I just yeah. want to confirm if it's true. I think Stan also said the voice resembled that of Eddie Murphy in the movie Mulan. Yes, yes. I, I was just getting into Okay, that. I just want to make sure I have that. He was getting to that, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry to cut you off. Mushu, Mushu. <laughs> Cheswan sauce. <laughs> As the creature flew over a tree at the bottom of the yard and moved off in the distance, the fellow heard a deep throaty sound similar similar to the foghorn on a boat. Matt? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 
Yeah. That's disturbing. Yeah. That was my defense moment. <laughs> yeah. So I, I want to, I kind of want to stop there. There are so many, there are so many cases you can find on Stan Gordon's website. Check out that book. Cause it's sick. And silent invasion is so sick, but I have a couple of things that kind of happened to me. On Moth boys. Exclusive. exclusive baby it is an exclusive and it's two things i was uh i am planning on putting in the doc that i'm making called the ridge one i'd like to 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 talk about was a um i was talking with someone uh and it was it wasn't it wasn't too far uh both actually incidences were close to uniontown um Beautiful and uniontown uh, Beautiful Union Town. Uh, mm-hmm. One one was a man who was walking along his property and uh, thought he saw a pair of eyes. Um, thought he saw a pair of eyes in the ground, and when he got closer, the eyes looked up at him, and a four-legged creature rose from the ground, made completely of vines and moss and dirt um and it he said he said it kind of looked like a horse without the tail and without the head but the two eyes were just kind of like in it's like like it just looked like uh like That's awesome. like its chest yeah it looked like the wolf in uh, lady in the water yeah yeah but it didn't have right? a head it had like it had like a little bump where there were two am, eyes. Am I thinking that's right? Right, that movie is that where they had the roots, like the creatures. Yeah. The roots yes. And stuff? Yes. And the grass, the roots in the grass. Yeah. Yeah, that movie's fucking awesome. So it's kind of nothing like that, but kind of something like that. Yeah, because it's made of it's made of it's made of earth. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Um. So that was that was a really fucking cool. Uh. We. Uh, for a while, we actually had like an animator working on the the incident, the 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 witness recounting the story and everything. But like, yeah, it, it, that was that was a super fucking cool story, and so typical of the ridge because the ridge is just filled with that kind of stuff. Like most of most of the occurrences that happen, these things don't have a name to them because they're so strange. There's a lot of like energy type. Uh, um, accounts black orbs disappearing and things coming out of portals and a lot of big, like, a lot of a lot of Bigfoot sightings, a lot of Bigfoot sightings and Bigfoot sightings involving UFOs. Yeah, um, that's and awesome. Then, and then uh, the next one was actually um, I was in the process of recording and I left um, I left a couple of recording devices uh, like phones. Um, be- because I don't have a camera, but the phones are really nice, and I left uh, I left them there and went to go grab lunch real quick, and came back and out of all the footage I isolated, I isolated a a uh, a bit of what sounds like big rocks being smashed against each other. It's only like ten seconds or something like that, but it just sounded interesting. I'm not saying it's anything, but um. The area we were investigating, there were uh, a lot of people seeing Bigfoot, and I guess that's a um, a trait of Bigfoot is like getting the, getting mad at getting mad at rocks, getting pissed off at rocks. 
taking out rocks and taking his rage out on rocks oh uh, mom dad no he's like fuck you, dad <laughs> but yeah uh so I, I i have i have some some but it's just it's very unusual the area is just filled filled with with strange occurrences and and um yeah yeah i you know there's so much there's so much and uh, stan gordon is the main investigator up there but also we have to give a shout out to like Eric Altman, who's been doing that for a while, and he's got some he's got some good stuff under his belt. It's big and, foot, uh, bigfoot guy, isn't he? What? Bigfoot guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big, 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 big bigfoot big, dude. Big, big bigfoot guy. He's a big bigfoot dude. And Matt Shang, watch out, you freaks! Matt Shang's coming for you. Yeah, that's right. I'm, he's going to be the new lead investigator, of the Chestnut Raj. Yeah, come at me, Stan. Bring it. No, Stan no, no. would probably whoop your ass though. Yeah, Stan, Stan would Stan would whoop my ass real hard. Yeah. I don't know Eric Altman, but he probably would also whoop. He your would ass. also whoop my ass too. So I think the, anybody could whoop your ass. So. Yeah. So yeah. in this this episode, we talked about UFO, talked about a weird flying creature, humanoid, mostly humanoids. Humanoids. Now we talk yeah. about a dragon. Yeah. Oh, we yeah, a dragon. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I this, mean, the 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 rich has it. The rich has it all, and it only seems to be getting weirder and weirder as the years progress. Now is it the area that's getting weirder and weirder or is it just is it just the people that are getting weirder? And weirder? The thing is is those 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 places are so unchanged. I think it's just the places getting weirder and weirder. A lot of those towns in that area are very unchanged and have been unchanged for a while. So I right. do think that the phenomena that's happening there is just it's becoming more noticed more intense maybe maybe these things don't even actually look like that but that's what they're kind of making us think you know what i mean like they're Yo, changing that, their that, image yeah wouldn't that be sick if you could do that in real life yeah like i would do that but like be antonio banderas to somebody you know what i mean yeah yeah that would be fucking awesome i would no, i would nobody... i would be uh no no, I agree with you because I would definitely look like a like a Chris Farley type. I love okay. him. Okay, right. So you want to uh, be Chris Farley? Yeah, you want to be Antonio Banderas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jake doesn't want to be anybody. <laughs> I'm comfortable enough in my own skin that I don't need to be anybody. <laughs> so what I'm are we reclaiming th- myself. So are we doing like a with this episode? Are we doing like a, is it fake or is it real or is I mean. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, like we could, we could, de- we we definitely should do that. Like, what do you guys think about the that the phenomena that's happening up on the Chestnut Ridge? I think I think it's a I think it's a window area. That makes sense. Yeah, and there's there's too many too many sightings and too many uh too many stories from up there. I think that makes it makes it a pretty credible source. Yeah, I, yeah, I think it's definitely something something going on up there. Something weird. Yeah, so, yeah, definitely. I think it's real. All right, so Jake, what do you think? Uh, I thought it was gonna be fake, you know, because I am a skeptic at heart. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's just too many occurrences of muscular tan men trying to get <laughs> frozen yogurt. <laughs> so I'm saying real. Wow. At least this aspect, I'm not gonna say everything's real, but the jacked man uh, from hell who wants mm-hmm. frozen yogurt—that's real. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I definitely think I think 
I think what is happening is like a real thing up on the ridge. Um, I think there's just too many, too many occurrences that are very similar from different people in different towns. Right. So it just seems it just seems unlikely that they're all just making this like weird shit up. Right. So we're we covering in the second episode. Uh, so the the second episode, I want to cover uh, some of the more um, well known incidents, like the Ohio Pile incident. Okay. Um, wow. The the Ohio Pile Bigfoot incident and that involves okay. UFOs and Bigfoots. Okay, because I was like, I was promised some big feet, and I got very uh, did not get too oh. much big feet. No, episode- it's coming. Episode two is going to be okay. filled with big feats. Okay, so Love. we'll focus on the big feats next episode. Yes. Is that is, uh, are, we, are we starting a petition to change the name from Bigfoot to Big Feats? Yeah. Or to or to Daryl? Am I right? I don't get that. What is that? That's Tell a commercial. Me. It's a oh. commercial. Yeah. You have to watch TV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you watch the, TV. The, the, yeah. Bigfoot's Bigfoot's sitting there with Flo from Progressive, <laughs> and she goes, uh, "So she says something about Bigfoot," and he goes, he looks down at his feet, and he goes. My name is Daryl. <laughs> I, I I do wanna I do wanna say something. Um, I think so. There was news in the UFO. Is this, is this Matt's soapbox moment of the episode? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We'll let you have the soapbox moment. All right. So, uh, as a lot of people know, um, the head the head of Mufon has been arrested for um, for. Uh, trying to have sex with a 13-year-old. But that 13-year-old was actually an undercover detective. Um, was it Chris Hansen? I wanted it to be fucking Chris Hansen. He should have been on, on fucking the date Hansen line. Hansen versus Predator? Hansen versus Predator. It wasn't, though? No. Okay, I'm going to tune out again. No, no. But there was two members of MUFON that were caught trying to have sex with a, thir- with a 13-year-old. And the head of MUFON... This dude also allowed religious hate and bigotry all throughout that network. And there's been known cases. I've talked with people that have dropped that dropped their uh that dropped their membership because you have to fucking pay to be in MUFON, uh, which is fucking dumb and elitist. But MUFON needs to fucking go away. And something else needs to be created because MUFON is just a cesspool of racist assholes. And yes, there are good MUFON investigators, but like, but honestly, honestly, I had two people message me uh, about about this and they're like, yeah, I dropped the membership pretty quickly because there's a lot of like hateful, misogynistic shit going on there. Um, I just want to say, fuck those dudes and fuck MUFON. Come at us. Bring your fucking weak ass legal team to Moth Boys. Whoa. We'll fuck you up. Also, there's plenty of other cool, um, um, like UFO research groups that you can be a part of. That is free and inclusive, and uh, um, yeah, just do some research and uh, yeah, fuck, fuck having to pay, pay this organization to get fi- their files. Like they know so much. It's like a little. It's like a secret boys club that's fucking weak. Um. But anyways, yeah, I just wanted to say that if if anyone hears shit like misogynistic, racist, homophobic shit in the paranormal community, you need to get that the fuck out. You need to confront them. I'm not saying violently, but say like, hey, that's not fucking right for you to say. Don't don't allow that 
to flourish. Don't give that kind of thought shade in our community because it doesn't belong there. Peace. Mic drop. Cool. Hell yeah. All right, Jake. Uh, you were gonna say who's Mike was gonna say something or something like that. I don't know. We have reviews. Oh yeah, reviews, Jake. We got reviews. Let's read them. So I promised these reviews would get little Debbie toast. The last ones, right? It's the last ones. So I figured, you know, why not go out with a bang? Yeah. I have in my hand right here an Ooh. oatmeal cream pie. No. Wow, Wait. That's so delicious. Ooh. Wait. Wait, Jake, what are you doing? I hate oatmeal cream pies. I know. But the fans want it, so we're going out with a bang. He's going to puke. three five-star reviews. Holy shit. And two of them are long. This first one is from Laugh While Being Afraid, and it says, From One Paranormal Podcast, and then it gets cut off because I'm on the phone, so I can't read the whole title. Uh <laughs> But it says, Moth Boys is easily one of my favorite podcasts of all time. As a host of a paranormal podcast myself, I know how hard it could be to try to make these topics flow well and have enough research to make full content. The boys take these challenges and run with it. That's, yeah. that's, deba- that's debatable. We run and we run and we run <laughs> we and we run. run. We definitely run with it. <laughs> they uh, present their knowledge in such a way that I am always entertained and make me feel like I am learning something without watching the run-of-the-mill paranormal show or documentary. Yeah, that's, that's nice. fucking sick. Not to mention, their chemistry together is electric and addicting. <laughs> addicting. It's real. Yeah. Whenever I listen, I feel as if I'm there with them and I too am a moth boy. No, yeah. I'd love to be known as Mothboy Bob. Okay, so this Mothboy Bob wrote this. And then he said, you really should be listening. I give them five shacks out of five. Ah, <laughs> very nice. Awesome. Oh, there's, I didn't see this part. There's a PS. It says, Jacob, when you read this, I would really like you to toast me with the oatmeal cream pie. Those <laughs> are my favorite. <laughs> and that was from Mothboy Bob from the podcast Bob After Dark. Oh, cool! Yeah, I know. I know. Friend that. of the pod. Friend of the pod. Yeah, that podcast is sick. Go listen. Mothboy Pod. Mothboy Bob. <laughs> this oatmeal cream pie bite is for you. Yeah, here it goes. Oh God! Oh, oh God, dude! That was the cream's bite. coming out of the side yeah. of your fucking mouth. That's Whoa. so gross. I need some water. I gotta dip it in water or something. That's <laughs> you just need some. You need some vanilla Coke. I do. <laughs> I need something. Well, thank you, Mothboy Bob. Uh, that was that was a good review. The oatmeal cream pie, mm, bad, not great. bad, not great. Uh, so our second review is from BP three twenty six, and it says medium at best. Uh, the podcast is great. I just wish they talked about little Debbie's more. <laughs> That's gonna be a one star review now. Yeah. Is it? Did did they give us five stars? Though? Yeah, yeah. But once I I told them I'm not doing that bit anymore. Yeah, they're gonna one star. Gonna, yeah. He's gonna change it to zero stars. Oh no! Well, uh, this bites for you. I'm sorry, I'm not doing the little Debbie bits anymore. Um, I'm done. He's burnt out. Meal cream pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's gagging. Oh. He spit it out a little bit. <laughs> it's not fun to watch. We can Ooh, see, Jake. You can't. Not, this is not good. I stand by what I said about oatmeal cream pies. I'm doing this for the fans, but they're disgust. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then the last review. You just love is your fans first... so much. I do. I love yeah. my fans, baby. <laughs> Easy. Uh, <laughs> so this last review we have is a freaking essay. Uh, it's from Paranorman. Paranorman. Norman. Yeah, I think that was a movie. I don't know. Uh, and it says the cream of the crop for Paranorm. Then it gets cut off. So it says we're the cream of the crop. So I guess that's good. Uh, yeah. And it says, Moth Boys is absolutely one of my favorite podcasts, and I highly recommend it to anyone looking to laugh. Thank you. Yeah. I listened to a couple episodes when it first came out, and I didn't care for it. That makes fucking sense. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> it's actually. understandable. It's understandable. <laughs> However, I recently decided to give them another chance because my friend is obsessed. And let me say, my initial feelings were completely wrong. <laughs> wow! Thank you for admitting yeah. your mistakes, Paranorman. I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the dark side, buddy. <laughs> First and foremost, these guys are hilarious, and I am constantly laughing throughout every episode. Okay. Yeah. Fucking a. Cool. Secondly, they touch on lesser known creatures and topics that I haven't seen covered by other podcasts. True. Yeah, we fucking do. Uh, lastly, you can tell they have a true passion for the subject matter, and uh, although they may roast it occasionally, it is always coming from a place of love. Yep. True. Yeah, it yeah, is true. true. We we love the paranormal, but we love roasting. Yeah. Yep. I love I love roast duck. It's delicious. Um, where was I? Uh, the best <laughs> way to describe Moth Boys is if BuzzFeed Unsolved and Workaholics combine to make a hilarious podcast baby <laughs> only with more Little Debbie's jokes. Yeah. <laughs> they spelled Debbie's wrong, though. So, like, <laughs> so it says we are a mix of BuzzFeed Unsolved and Workaholics, but with more Little Debbie's. So we're, like, superior than those two. <laughs> Those two things. Definitely. I think that's a good. I think that's a. I think that's a good compliment. Right? I like that yeah, compliment. That's a nice compliment. Yeah. And it's actually pretty fair. I, I would. I would say that's 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 fair. Uh, so Moth Boys has become my most anticipated podcast, and I can't wait to see what you guys do in the future. Aww, Woo! That's fucking awesome. That's so sweet. We got yeah. the best fans. We're we cool, do. We're cool bros. We, we're we, cool we, moth we do. bros. We, we have the best. We have the best fans, and like honestly, guys. I would have never expected it to be this. I thought I lit. I mean, it's us. Why would anyone fucking like us? Um, but oh, it's like I gotta finish this oatmeal cream pie. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It's really hard to see Jake doing this because he's on the verge of tears. He's, yeah, he's got tears falling down his face. Wow. I can't finish it. I can't finish it. Spit it out. You it's know. Okay. You know when I, a ch- I, I, you know when a child is forced to eat broccoli at the dinner table. That's who doesn't Jake want to. That's exactly what it is. Pies. I feel like Joe. I feel like Joe Rogan's uh, forcing me to eat bull testicles. Like I'm on the hit show Fear Factor. Oh, that show ruled. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so yeah, this. I'm gonna say it's not gonna be branded. It's not gonna be a little Debbie's moment. Uh, but we want to keep these reviews going, yeah. and I will turn it into an oatmeal. 
toast. I hate oatmeal. So just like a bowl, oatmeal. like a bowl of oatmeal. Sometimes it might be an oatmeal cream pie, not name brand, nothing. I'm not going to mention the brand. Sometimes right. it might be oatmeal. Sometimes it might be an oatmeal cookie. I hate oatmeal. I think it's the worst thing to happen to snack food. But I will eat it and toast you all with different oatmeal items if you keep leaving five-star reviews. Wow. Okay. Fucking love it. So if you like our podcast, leave a five-star review and you can laugh at me. Or if you hate me and you want me to suffer, leave a five-star podcast review and I'll eat gross oatmeal in your honor. Make him suffer. Also, also, nah, dude. It seems like fucking we're, like I say always, we're like the Brett Michaels of the cryptozoology world. We're kind of fucking rock stars, you know what I mean? It just makes us a little bit better than every other podcast. Yeah. You're Brett Michaels, <laughs> yeah. Mike's Fla- Flava Flav, <laughs> and I'm the guy from the pickup the pickup artist who wore the cool hats. Hell yeah. Q. His name was Q. Yeah. Or question mark. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dick. VH1, baby. <laughs> All right. So this was, uh, uh, we're glad that you were listening and uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Um, and you get more big, you get Bigfoot next next episode. You get Bigfoot and UFOs big and a bunch of big feats, right, Mike? Big feats. Big feats. Yeah. This is the obscure stuff. You're getting the greatest hits next week. Oh, yeah. Well, two Our, weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. All right, everyone. Thanks for, for, for listening. Bye. Right. Bye. Sound of Silence by Disturbed, or is it Five Finger Death Punch? That's a bet. That's a good song.